hello everybody and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are going to don our little red pointed gnome hats, I guess. Are we dwarves <laughs> or gnomes? They look like gnomes, but I don't I think remember gnomes. gnomes. Are they what gnomes? They? Yeah, they look Maybe they, they look are like dwarves. Gnomes. They look like gnomes. They're gold miners, definitely. Yeah, I always thought dwarves were like the miners and gnomes were just more like magical above ground creatures, but they they look very much like gnomes. But who knows? Because this is from this is a European game, I believe. Um, it says dwarves. It says dwarves in the manual, so they are dwarves. <laughs> dwarves dressed like gnomes. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we are going to be dwarves and uh, who are mining. <coughs> uh, for gold, but yet one of us may be a secret saboteur that is trying to keep all the gold for himself in the end. In the game, Saboteur. Uh, so this game is one that I rec- I wanted to play for the series. I read a lot about, or heard about this game, or read about this game, and the main reason it's very compelling is that this, I believe this is the first game to introduce the trader mechanism into a game um, that uh, that I'm aware of. This game came out in 2004. It, um, well, I believe, it came out in Europe first, and uh, has been brought over here. I, I don't know how long it's been in the states, but it's been here for a while, I'm sure. Um, and it is distributed by or published by Amigo. At least the copy that I have is. The designer Mine is, is as well. Is it okay? And the designer is Frederick Moyerson. Um, and artist Andrea Buckoff and Frederick Morrison did some art as well. So, uh, yeah, also, I think Asmodee publishes this game. There's a lot of publishers. This game has been around for a long yeah. time and has it's, been published been by a lot of people. Long, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, there's a, this is a game based in cards. You're going to be running uh, and it takes over three rounds and running a mine. Um, and, uh, yeah, how, how exactly do we what, – what are the deets of how we actually play this game? The deets. Okay. So uh, – <laughs> There are a few separate decks in this in this in this uh, game. What you're gonna do first is you're gonna just set up the mine first, uh, which is essentially just four cards. There's the starting card where you're. It's just the central area. It's got like uh, tunnels on it. It's and a ladder, so you can get down in the tunnels. Uh, and then there are three. Uh, they have like brown backs on it. They are the. It's it's where you are trying to go. It is the gold mined area. So. Only one of them has gold on it. The other two just have duds. Uh, and they are placed in a configuration that kind of looks like a T, but with a lot of empty space. So there's the start <laughs> card, and then seven cards away, there are the three uh, goal cards that you are trying to reach to. Only one of them has the treasure that is there. Uh, and they'll be separated each by a card vertically, and they are spaced horizontally from the start card. Uh, yeah, I always think of it like sh- the the start card is your, it's a little ladder picture on it, so that's where you're kind of going down in the mine, and the three goal cards are at the bedrock, so that's the lowest point of your mine, you're trying to mine down to them. If oh, you want to, I always thought of it side to side. Down works too. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you set that up. You don't know. No one knows which one is which because those three ones are shuffled. So you don't know where, where it's going. After that, then you have to set up a uh, essentially the rolls deck. So there's this game can play from three to ten people. Uh, you're gonna put in a total of cards equal to one more than the number of players. So if there was say a five player game, you're gonna have six cards. But the amount 
of each type of card because there's two types of cards. You're either going to be a regular old gold miner uh, or you're going to be a saboteur. And the number of saboteurs uh, varies depending on the number of players. Uh, and it's usually it, if if it's a three or four, it's one person. Five or six, it's two. Seven or eight, it's three. Actually, even nine Seven, is three. Seven, eight, and, and nine, ten, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then ten is four saboteurs, and then all the rest would be gold miners. Uh, all of those, depending on what it was, you set it up, shuffle them all together, deal one to everybody, and in that case, there'll be one left over. Meaning, in some cases, in the three- and four-player game, there might be no saboteur in, in that particular game. There could be one less saboteur than the worst-case scenario. Uh, but chances are it probably won't be like that. Uh, then everyone gets one of those cards. They get to secretly look at it, so they need to know what they are, but don't, you don't get to know who everyone else is. Uh, and then the there are two other decks. One is the gold deck, which I'll get to much later because it doesn't matter at all right now. Uh, and the other one <laughs> is basically everything else. It's the tunnels and all the actions that you can take. So that last deck gets shuffled together and you deal out a number of cards, again, depending on the number of players, more if there's fewer players, less if there's more. So between six and four cards to every player. Uh, and then the game starts, I think it probably starts with the youngest, but I am not 100% on that one. I'm going to skip right over that and just go right to the game. Uh, on your <laughs> turn, you basically have a choice of, I think it's like three things to do you can either put a tunnel down you can play an action card uh, or you can discard something you have to do something with one of your cards in your hand uh, so if you play a tunnel card uh, there are a bunch of ones that have tunnels that look all pretty similar they either have a bend or an x or a straight through or it could be a t crossing and you have to attach it to a either the start card or something that's already attached to the start card essentially any other other thing you can't attach it to one of those face down gold cards uh, and so you keep uh, tunneling and tunneling as far as you can and, and you just try and reach those gold cards uh, when you place them every tunnel must connect to another tunnel so it's unlike some other games like um i think carcassonne no you can't do that in car there are some games where you don't have to worry about the tunnels connecting in this one yes you definitely do everything has to connect to each other you can't have dead ends that just uh bottom out at at the edge of a card although there are cards that have dead ends on them um so you, that is one thing you can do you can play a tunnel the other thing you can do is play one of the action cards and there are couple of different types of action cards there are action cards that will allow you to look at one of those secret gold cards uh, so you play it and then you just get to pick one of the three and look at it and put it right back you don't as far as I can tell you don't get to share that information they don't really talk much in the rules about what you can and cannot communicate so I, yeah. I don't know I, I always played don't talk no no talky <laughs> See, we, we always pl I played uh, I actually started playing yeah you can say whatever you want because I feel like Every other trader mechanism game, they because you, you could lie, you could lie if you're the trader, um, as well. So I I True. started playing that, and then I went back to yeah, whatever, say whatever you want. <laughs> All right. So who knows? We'll, anyway, so we'll, it's flexible. We'll talk basically. more about that in a bit. All right. So yeah. that's one action you can play. Another action that you can play is the uh, mine collapse card, uh, which would allow you to remove one of the cards that got played, uh, either for better or for worse, depending on if you are one of the traders or not one of the traders. So it could. It, beneficial either way uh, and then there are the 
cards that prevent other people from playing tunnel cards. So they're they're usually like, oh, your lantern's broken, or your pickaxe broke, or your, I don't know, wheelbarrow? I have no idea. It's a minecart. Minecart. Mine yeah, broke. your minecart. Yeah. <laughs> your wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow. Well, I'm a horrible gold miner. <laughs> Going around with a wheelbarrow. Uh, Your minecart. Basically, you have a piece of broken equipment, and you can play that on any other player uh, if you want to. So if you suspect someone to be a saboteur or if you yourself are the saboteur and you're just trying to make things harder for the non-saboteurs, you can play them on other players. Uh, And they can do anything they want to on their turn. They just can't play a tunnel card. Uh, So... And the other thing that I think you can also play is the fix for one of those. So for every one of those, there's also a card that will fix that thing. And there are some that will actually fix multiple things. There are ones where it's like, oh, you can either fix a lantern or a pickaxe type of a thing. And so it's a little bit easier to fix things. But it, again, it all depends on who gets those in their hands. Sometimes it just doesn't work out for you. Uh And then the last thing I mentioned is that you could also discard a card. So if you don't have something good to play or all you have is tunnels and you can't play any tunnel cards or all you have are things to sabotage people and you don't know enough about people yet, uh, you can always choose to discard something. And uh, when you discard, it gets discarded face down so no one knows what you did. And you can lie about that. I, I've i done that many times where I'm like, oh, I don't have anything good. And I get rid of really yeah. good tunnel cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and th- th- and it keeps going like that until one of two things happens. Either you completely run out. Oh, I did, did forget to mention, after you play a card, you will draw a new card into your hand. Um, but you continue to do that until either uh, the you reach one of the goal things and it is the gold. And uh, you can, if you run into one that is the goal, isn't the gold, you continue playing until you play reach one that is the goal or you run out of cards uh if you run out of the cards the saboteurs win if you happen to reach the gold the gold miners win uh in either case someone's getting some gold uh in the (sighs) case of the gold miners actually getting to the gold uh then everyone will obviously reveal who they were uh and you will draw up and remember i said i'd come back to those gold cards uh the the special gold card deck uh you will shuffle that and you will draw a number of cards. The The person who just reached it with the last card will draw a number of cards equal to the number of actual gold miners. Any saboteurs does not count. And if the last person to play the gold, to reach the gold was a saboteur, one, they're a horrible saboteur. Yeah. Uh, but they, they, they do not get to. It's the person to their, I think it's the person to their left or it could be the last person to play a card. I think it's the person to their left, but. Uh, and then they will look at those cards and pick one of them to take and pass the rest to the left. Now, these gold cards will have – it sounds weird because it's gold cards and gold cards. It's very confusing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> got to enunciate. Uh, they will either have one, two, or three gold nuggets on them, and that essentially means – those are basically points. You want to have more, obviously. You are greedy. Um, you are very greedy. If, if the saboteurs can do it such that they don't make it, then every saboteur will get a certain amount of gold, again, based on the number of players, which for a one-player, uh, one saboteur, they get four gold nuggets. Uh, for two or three saboteurs, they get three gold nuggets. And for four saboteurs, they get two gold nuggets. That's gold nuggets, not gold cards, gold nuggets. So they just get to look at the cards and just make sure that they have the right amount. And this is done three rounds, as as, as Chuck mentioned, uh, and whoever has the most gold by the end of those three rounds wins. And 
I must mention, I, it probably is kind of important, uh, everything gets reset. So where the gold is, who the saboteurs are, everything. So it's always a, basically a fresh game every time. Uh, and that, that is it. There you go. That is the game. Yeah. So basically, I mean, in a nutshell, you are mining and uh, just trying to get to that gold in whatever position you are. And uh, there can be points. I think you mentioned this before, just to clarify again, that it is possible for no one to be the saboteur in the game. Um, and that happened, I think, every play, at least once every play that I played. Uh, so what player counts did you play this with? I played it at, oh, God, how many people were in that game? It was... I think it was eight people. I played an eight-player game, uh, and I played a three-player game. Okay. Wow, you got all the way up to eight. So I played a four- and a three-player game, uh, and I really want to play this at higher player counts because I bet it kind of – I have a suspicion that it sort of shines brightly at higher player counts. However, I had a lot of fun at the lower player counts, and I was actually quite surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Um, So first of all, what what are your overall thoughts of this game? Um, I do enjoy it. I think I need, honestly, I think I need a few more plays at the higher player counts because, oh boy, do I have a story at those higher player counts. <laughs> I played <laughs> okay. it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. This, the eight player game that I played, I have to just be up front right now was, I felt like it was, it was a bad game. I was so frustrated. Although I think everyone was getting enjoyed with how frustrated I was getting during the game. <laughs> uh, so we played it. One of the players was uh, essentially my my father in law. He was in it, and he he tends to either not know how to play the game quite right whenever we play games, or he does know how to play and he's just getting my goat the entire time. It's we never know for certain. <laughs> yeah. And so the entire time we're playing, we're just like, oh, what? what it's my turn. I'm like, yeah, it's your turn. What can I do? I'm like, well, you could play a tunnel if you want, or you could do that. He's like, oh, I'll play this tunnel. Where you want it? I don't know, over here. Like, he's not even paying attention. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I think we, he might be the saboteur. Or right. like, he has something on him because every every single game, yeah, he's definitely got to be a saboteur. So they immediately try and stop him. And then he's like, oh, can I play a tunnel? I'm like, no, you can't play a tunnel. Every time, you can't play a tunnel. Anything yeah. but a tunnel. You can do anything but a tunnel. And he's like, I'll play this. That's a tunnel. You can't play a tunnel. <laughs> and so every single game, since it, he, it was like that, everyone always assumed he was a saboteur, which essentially, if unless he was a saboteur, made it so there was an extra saboteur every game. <laughs> so it was nearly impossible for the gold miners to actually make We never made it. And in all three games, it never happened that we made it. Although in the first <laughs> game, he actually was a saboteur. So it, it felt a bit better. It was actually close. They nearly made it to one of the gold mines, but it, we just weren't able to fail. All the other games, it was like, no, we're not, we're not getting close because it was just like it just we would always figure out who it was but we never had the right cars we couldn't get things to work right there were times where it's just like oh you 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 could have healed yourself this whole time and you didn't oh it just it, it, and plus it was a first play for everybody and i i knew there were many times where people were like i don't have anything good to play but i'm gonna sit here and look at my cards and try and figure out the best but i'm like if you have nothing good to play you have nothing good to play you just discard something and people were just like i don't know and it was just oh it was just so infuriating but uh but the three-player game was much better because uh, the, we, I, I knew the game better. Liz knew the game better. Uh, we played with someone completely new as the third player, but it worked much, much sleeker. Uh, it, it, it felt better because there wasn't that extra like, wait, this isn't quite working right. What's, what's going on here? Like there wasn't that extra 
session of, well, is there, are there two saboteurs now? There wasn't. There was either one saboteur or there weren't saboteurs. And I, I, I really enjoy it. I would like to play it. I, I think it, as you said, it does probably shine better at the higher player counts. I don't know if I'd ever want to do a 10 player game. I feel like there <laughs> might be a bit too much downtime yeah. with 10 players. I yeah. think if I was going to play this again, I think I'd want to play it at six. Six sounds great. Yeah, I'm really curious. Well, like six, um, God, let's see. So six has two saboteurs, right? Six. Yes. And then seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, five and six have two. Seven, eight, and nine have three. Yeah, I'm. I I really was surprised by this game. I I was very curious about it, but because it's an older game and it's the first game to do like to really to be successful, I guess there's probably other ones that have experimented with this, but this is the first game that I'm aware of that did the trader mechanism and was a broadly published game. Um, you know, you know when that when it's the first time it's like you play those games. Sometimes they're like, no, yeah, I can see why it continued to get better and improved upon. But this game's, ah, eh, it's okay. Um, but I actually was really surprised by surprised by Saboteur. I had so much fun with this game. It is simple but deceptively. There's there's more strategy than you expect. I get I don't know if it's deceptive, <laughs> but there's more strategy than you <laughs> expect, and it's really really engaging. Um, the last game I played was a three player game as well, which I really liked. I wonder if three player is just one of the best combinations, and that was so fun. That was the most dynamic that uh, the saboteur role was in either of my playthroughs. I was at one, I was a saboteur once, and then a friend of mine was a saboteur the other time, and. Both times, the saboteur was successful in preventing the rest of the no- dwarf gnomes from getting to the gold. <laughs> and I had so much fun playing the saboteur because it just the cards were working out so gr- great. Yeah, it was such a fun time when you can we can when you can do it that way. Um, so anyway, yeah, this game was such a surprise for me. I really really enjoyed it, and I we, I was even laughing with my friend Bill who. Um, I play a lot of games with and I was saying like, all right, Bill, I got to get this game played. And he's like, yeah, I'll play it with you. And and I've been saying this for weeks. And he's like, yeah, I got to be honest. Uh, when you were saying that, I was only saying, yeah, I'd play with you to be nice. I really was not interested in playing this game at all. <laughs> But I really like it. And I was like, that's, yeah, kind of me too. <laughs> so I'm glad. But um, <clears throat> but anyway, so yeah, Saboteur really holds up. This is a pretty pretty awesome little game and very surprising. Um, I was actually at game night last night and I was talking to some friends about it. And one of my friends who comes to game night is from the Netherlands. And he saw the game and he's like, oh, Saboteur. Wow, that's cool. I, and apparently it's a very popular and has been a very popular game in Europe. And so he immediately recognized the game. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so uh, there's a reason why it's hung around for so long. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I definitely would recommend recommend it. <clears throat> I also want to try the higher player counts just because I feel like having one saboteur is really fun, especially if you end up being the saboteur. The saboteur role is really fun to try to uh, pull off. Um, but I'd like to get the sense of it when the saboteurs have a potential teammate and how that works because at the lower player counts – I well, and I take this back because this, the last time I played, the saboteur succeeded twice. I was gonna say it seems harder for the saboteur to succeed consistently. So I'm wondering if it's easier if it's more balanced in the higher player counts. I don't know. I haven't played enough to know I, for sure I, how it I, averages out. For me, it seems a little bit about it's it's largely just about the skill of it because there is a skill to it. Like when the yeah. 
the in the three player game, the saboteur was only successful one time, and that was when I was the saboteur. <laughs> uh, but I I nearly so didn't what was make your strategy? It, it your was, saboteur strategy. My strategy was to not act as the saboteur until I I could like completely demolish things. I had I had one of those like. Uh, destroy one of the minecart things, and so I'm like, oh, I'll wait until it's built out, and then remove one from the middle, and then they <laughs> it doesn't connect to the start, and they have to find an exact like the right shape again to fill it in. And I'm like, and, oh, and the as cave, soon as I do that, carts. yeah, I've yeah, kind of, I've kind of given it away that I'm I'm obviously on the bad side, and then I just had a handful of like just bad like you can't play any tunnel cards. Like the my entire hand was like. I caved in the mine and all bad cards. And I actually had a four-way dead end. And if, if I had the opportunity, I was going to fill that spot in with the four-way dead end. <laughs> but I could didn't didn't have enough time to fill it in just just in the right right space. But I was able to slow them down enough and waste their time enough that they couldn't right. reach uh, their goal. All the other times, it was uh, the the next time it was no one was the saboteur, and then the time after that. Uh, another player was a saboteur and it was she played it in a kind of we kind of knew right away yeah but uh we were it, we were kind of able to finagle things and i think it plays best when you don't give away yourself right away you want to kind of have people go i don't know if i should play this on you maybe i shouldn't maybe i should hold back i don't uh i mean that wasn't a horrible move maybe that's all she had you want people <laughs> questioning you don't want people going right away going no i'm stopping you you know that that's always the worst and uh when i played in the larger groups it was uh it was really interesting that first game when when there wasn't the weird is this person a saboteur i right. don't know yeah that was, I think, the best one because it was like, I don't, I don't know. You could be. I don't, I don't know who my teammates are, and I'm a saboteur. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there going, hmm, maybe, maybe it's you. And like, you're trying to like, not only that, but you might hurt yourself by playing one of those cards on someone else because it's like there are three sabot could be three saboteurs in this game, and right. I'm one of the saboteurs. I want to try and stop someone else, but I don't want to stop one of my friends that's also a saboteur. I need to be very maybe I'll accident maybe someone who's acting like they're not a saboteur is a saboteur and I just hurt my my odds of winning. It's it's a very like tough game and there's accusations flying definitely. Right. Uh, mostly mostly from me uh, going no you can't trust them don't you. Touch. I I don't know how many times in that last game where I'm just like do not trust my wife she we've got to get her and she she would constantly she would look me bald face in the eye. And, in the eyes and just be like, I don't know what you're talking. I am not a saboteur. And I knew she was lying. <laughs> I just knew it. She was. Oh, she was lying. Oh, uh, that's funny. But she she did not give in at any point, even though it was very obvious. She stuck with it. <laughs> so I had the opposite experience. Both times in my last gameplay, we the saboteurs were like second or third turn. They were like, yep. They played like, and it turned out what what happened in our games is that like the saboteurs just got really lucky with like dead end cards, and oh, so uh, Brandon, my friend Brandon, was a saboteur first, and he he's he likes to just throw wrenches in the works, so he he of course was going to declare right away, and he was just kind of <laughs> playing around playing around with like being the saboteur for the first time, but it worked out in his favor because right away he was just like, yeah, that's right on the saboteur, try to stop me, and then. <laughs> then we kept trying to like we were able to break his tools at, for a portion of the game, but by that time he'd done so much damage in redirecting us um, 
around the mines and creating these crazy loops that we have to kept having and like none of the uh, caven cards came up uh, so we oh. couldn't like remove some terrible uh, dead ends and so we kept having to try to reroute these long routes and then eventually he would be able to repair his stuff and then he'd be back in the mix And but other than that he could try to throw damage tools at us and then I decided to try the similar strategy when I was a saboteur and it worked out as well where I kept getting the right cards and I was hanging on to repair cards for myself uh, while I was trying to just not necessarily dead end, but I, I ran one of the mines off the map, or, uh, one of the routes <laughs> off the map. I put some dead ends in their way. And then um, when they tried to break my tools, I was able to fix them and stay in the game for a while. And yeah, it, it was so fun being the saboteur. So I feel like there are strategies going both ways, potentially, as the cards come yeah. out. It, obviously, there's luck. But being a saboteur was is really fun in this game. I feel like some games yeah. where there's a traitor mechanism, it's very a lot of pressure. Um, that can be almost too much, but I think this is so light and quick that it's just, it's just almost just joyous glee of like trying to get in people's way. I I will have to say, uh, my wife usually hates games where there is a traitor mechanic and it's mainly, mainly because she usually ends up being the traitor in almost every game. Like we've played Battlestar Galactica two or three times. She is always, she is always the Cylon and she hates hates it she's like no I wa-. i'm like that's the best thing to be in the cylon you've got a huge advantage like you're sitting pretty she's like i hate it people people hate me i feel like because i'm always yeah. doing the evil thing and like as soon as she heard there was a traitor mechanic she's like oh i'm gonna be the tra- i'm gonna be the saboteur every time and in fact the first game <laughs> we played she was the saboteur every time she won by a long shot <laughs> But she she's just like ah oh, she she wants to she wants to get the full diversity but she always feels like ugh and in the three player game she she actually wasn't the saboteur at all for any of the games so uh, I think she enjoyed that game much more uh, and and she was trying so many games she was really enjoying it because there were times where she was trying to be the person to get that last tunnel and it just didn't work out for one of the games she's just like oh if i could just no can't quite oh and she, she just needed like just the right card because we were always like one card away and like we're all just drawing cards trying to get that one thing and it's like nope didn't get it nope did. and i i would usually have i i happen to get the, the right card at the right time every time so i was always the first to draw and so it but she i could see it in her face and she was telling me after she was like oh i was just i was one card away and then and then she played a thing on me to stop being able i had had it in my hand but i couldn't play it (laughs) so she definitely enjoys the game uh but she's that trader mechanic is it's it's just a little off-putting for her so if if it's something to consider if you don't if you don't like being the bad guy yeah just hope you're not the bad guy i guess yeah i'd say though of all the trader mechanism games i've ever played this is the lightest and easiest one to to be the bad guy though for sure so yeah if, really everyone, is. if you want to experiment or try it this is the one i'd say to, to pick up and try it out with and it's cheap um but uh <laughs> yeah that's that's funny that <laughs> that liz was concerned about it but um yeah oh shit what was i gonna say i was just gonna add something there and now i forget Exactly everything that I was just about to say. Uh, farts. What's your name? What's my <laughs> name? And where am I from? Okay. Well, 
I guess uh, I guess we could just jump right into. Oh, oh I know what I was going to say. Here we go. Uh, the other <laughs> thing I was going to say is uh, one of the things that I really liked about this game is some trader mechanism games are very tense. This feels very very light, or at least mine plays did. It sounds like you had a kind of yes. a tense, annoying one with your heavy, I, large compliments. As but, long as everyone's playing properly, I think it 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 works out. It definitely is light. Yeah, I would agree with you. <laughs> yeah, so it it feels like and there's I like there was such it was such a fun atmosphere playing this game even when you're not on the winning side or or you're struggling against the saboteur it still feels really really fun and light and there's a lot of table talk so uh, I think that definitely lends itself well to a taking out game uh, but yeah let's get into the details of taking it out itself so obviously. The one thing about this game, though, is you're going to need some center table space. The The area in front of you, the each individual player, is going to be pretty small. It's just going to make up be your hand of cards and your loyalty card uh, and whatever gold you've been able to collect can be stashed when, wherever once you look at your loyalty card. So in front of you, there's not much that needs to be arranged or rearranged. In f- the main thing, though, is going to be on the in the middle of the table, and this needs to be visible and uh, accessible to everyone so they can reach out and place their cards as necessary. And that is going to be the five cards wide by seven cards long grid of cards. And I would say it's probably, I don't know, um, like uh, one f- foot by foot and a half maybe-ish. Little, a little bit bigger than that, but it's it's kind of a big space. So that's the biggest check against it for taking out. I in my I think because like it's not undoable. Like when you when you played, were you, did you take it out or did you do it at someone's house? Uh, we did place? take it out one of the time. The first time we played it in, in the house, uh, and then the second time we played in a very cramped like I think it was a Korean restaurant or something like that, or maybe it may have been Japanese. I'm, I didn't eat any of the food, so there's <laughs> there a little bit more room because I didn't have a plate. But there were when they started bringing things out, it was like. And the thing is, we had like a shared table type of thing, so there were like two other people at the other end of the table. Like, we're not in the way, are we? They're like, no, it's good. That looks fun. So <laughs> we were we were kind of hogging the table a little bit, but uh, yeah. it 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 still kind of worked. But there was a lot of plate Tetris going on. So yeah. So I think it's doable for sure because everything else about the game, I, I think, in, in my opinion, is great. And one of the things I really love about it is the potential for a high player count. There's not a lot of yeah. games that aren't straight up social deduction that you can have a high player count. And Saboteur I was so refreshing to feel like a game I haven't played before and still have the opportunity to have a lot of players involved. So if you did have a big group and you were like, it'd be, a, it's a, I guess my my thought is it's a great game for playing over drinks. It's a feasible game for playing over food in the right setup. Does that make? I think that I think that that summarizes at least that my my thoughts of it. Do you, do you you concur? I, do you I, feel like uh... I completely concur? All right, good. <laughs> um, so uh, so anyway, yeah. That being said, I think that's a good summation of of how to approach the game. Um, everything else though about it is really great for taking out. It allows for a lot of table talk and discussion. The gameplay itself is really fun, quick and light. The three mines, the three rounds you're going to do go by really fast. The the uh, four-player game, I mean, man, we flew through that because we were all just like bing, bang, boom, boom, boom. Um, and so it's, it's a game you're going to get through pretty quickly, but it also has a lot of replayability. So I only played one game each time I played, but I would have been up for another go at the game um, uh, probably right right away. That being said, you're probably going to play this maybe once, twice, two times, and then um, if you're looking for a, a night of gaming or an evening out, you probably want to bring something else 
with as well. I don't think Saboteur is going to be enough for the entire evening by itself. Gameplay is listed at 30 minutes, and I'd say it's around right around that. So you're probably going to get a yeah. good 30 to 60 minutes, depending on if you do a couple rounds of it. Um, but beyond that, you're going to need. You're probably going to want something else. Okay, what else? So you kind of mentioned some, uh, who this might not be for. That is someone, if you're really against trainer mechanisms or you really don't like it, that's pretty much the main deterrent that potentially. The other thing is, I guess, some people really don't like co-op games. And so if you don't like co-op yeah, games, true. yeah, okay, this might not be the one for you either. I really love both of those things, and so I, I, I like this game. And and like I mentioned before, too, though, if you are interested in trader mechanisms and you not, haven't had good experiences but you still kind of like the idea – this is actually a great one because I think it does it. It's a very light trader mechanism. Yeah. So uh, what else? Can you think of anything else pro or con for, as a suggestion? No, I don't think I can. I think you, I think you hit everything basically. Okay. Yeah. And then of course, pro I'd say just any, this is a, just a, a really well-designed game that's been around for a while and there's a reason for it. So I think it's, it's definitely worth a try. I'm glad I bought it. It's nice. fits in your pocket, easy to tote around or bring with you anywhere. Um, and it's an easy one to set up and get to the table and explain. All right. So would your mom like it? This one's tough. I think (laughs) no, but I feel like if she could get into it, she would like the, the vibe of this game, but I feel like it's probably just not exactly up her alley. The gameplay out uh, itself, but I don't know. I don't know. I can see it going either way. I don't know. What do you think? I'm, you know, I was, I was kind of, it's, 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 again, it's, it's tough to tell for this. I kind of believe you, although I'm leaning towards she would like it. I'm like, I think I'm like 65% she would like it. And here's my reasoning. Uh, You mentioned before, it's a great game for table talk. It's perfect. You get, there's a lot of discussion that can be happening. There's, there's those moments of take that that she would definitely enjoy, um, sure, there might be some decisions that are like, ooh, should I do that? Usually, you know, after you get used to the game, it's like, I'm now is the time I really need to play this tunnel card, or I, we really need to stop this person from playing a card. If right. I can play this, you should play it. Like, And there's open discussion about that. It's not something where you have to be like hiding it the whole time of, well, I have it. I don't know what I should be doing with it. But no, there's if you can stop them, you got to stop them or all those type right. of things. And the other thing is there's there's a, a mechanic in it, that mechanic of, oh, you can play it, but you can't play a tunnel unless you put something over it. It kind of reminds me of uh, Millborn a little bit in that respect. And my mom definitely loves Millborn. Like she will, okay. she will play Millborn. So if it's got a lot of things that can kind of draw her in in that respect, so I think more likely than not, she would actually enjoy this game. I could totally see that. I, I could totally see her getting into this game for sure. Yeah, but yeah, but it's one of the that's on the edge where it's like you'd have to, you'd have to, she'd have to be like, there's just I don't know, have to, a good first time experience. To be like, yes. yeah, that was good. <laughs> Versus like, meh, I could take it or leave it. All right, cool. So I, we've got we got one in for your mom. I think we've had a few duds. The last several have been like, no way would your time. mom like this. <laughs> <laughs> We're back on track. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, okay, great. So that would I'm glad we got one in for your mom. I think I think she would like this one as well, or at least have a good time playing it, if only once. Um, other than that, I think uh, this is, uh, as you guys can probably tell, this is a recommend for both of us, it's, at least to try it. I really was impressed by this game and surprised. I think it is, it's great. It's one of those games that's held up and for a reason. It, it's, uh, it's, it's, it 
really doesn't show its age that much and and I don't no. I don't think it it feels like it could have been designed just recently. So very very good design. Um what else could we say about this game? I feel like I always feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> there are there is an expansion and I don't ah, quite yes. understand how the like it's named Saboteur 2 Expansion Only Editions. Like I don't understand. What does that mean? Right. Does it mean it's an expansion? Does it mean it has the base game? I don't quite a, yeah, all right. So I'm looking at it like you do need a copy of Saboteur. So it is weird that they call it two and it's really just an expansion. So basically the the expansion adds more variety in there. I think it adds uh, different player roles. So there's like boss, the profiteer, geologist. It adds different actions so you can steal gold or change your role. Um, it adds you can have teams. It has new tunnels that have doors and ladders and bridges and things like that. So it kind of adds a lot of flavor to it, which I think I think is best if you've played saboteur enough where you're like okay we this is old hat to us definitely sab- getting saboteur 2 would probably a, a, a good idea to add some new flavor because you may have been getting a little stale but if if i don't see a lot of people getting this to the table that often so i don't think anyone needs saboteur 2 uh if, yeah because i think saboteur is going to hold you out for a long enough time unless you're the type of group where when you play a game you play the game until it's dead so uh, uh but there also are other one there's like uh saboteur the duel which is a two-player version i didn't really look into that uh there's saboteur the lost minds uh, there's a lot of other th- so but you can dig deeper uh i think the ones that i see most often are there's saboteur saboteur 2 and the duel so uh the other ones i think are a little bit harder to find yeah, I I agree. I, I I've seen Saboteur a lot, but not the other two on shelves. So, I've heard the duel is pretty good though. I had someone uh, I was mentioning we we're going to review Saboteur, and they were a big fan of it. And they have the duel, and they said that it actually plays quite well. So, if you are looking for a two-player game, and I'm not sure how the Saboteur <laughs> duel works, I, I'm the Saboteur. Well, clearly, because I'm not. So, um, <laughs> but uh, but I, it does play a little differently, of course. And I've heard it, it plays uh, quite well though. So. Um, definitely I've, uh, worth a check out if you are someone who likes two player games specifically. Um, oh, I just see that Saboteur 2 is a 2 to 12 player game. So there you Whoa. go. Add two more people at the max. Oh, and then Saboteur Duel, I guess, is a game that you can solo. So uh, there you go. If hmm. you want to solo it or play with a friend. Yeah. I think you I got think options. In the duel, there, there's no traitor mechanic is what it seems like. It's just more of a I'm going to try and make my progress good and I'm going to try and hinder you when I can type of a thing. So each of you are the saboteur to each other. <laughs> you are saboteurs. Yeah. That, that, I guess that, <laughs> I was trying to make a joke there and I lost the thread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it like saboteurs with a T W O R? Yes. <laughs> Saboteurism. <laughs> Saboteurism. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, that will do it for Saboteur. Check this one out. It's a really cool game, a very simple little fun game. And uh, if you'd like to check us out or reach out to us, you can do that in a few different ways. You can reach us uh, through Instagram or Twitter at chitsandchat. I almost said dot com. At chitsandchat. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chiss and Chat page, and there is a comment form you can fill out. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, oh, dang it, I did not come. I forgot to I finalize my my saying. I got so busy this week that I totally forgot. Oh, man, I had one prepared, too. I just forgot to write it down so I'd remember it. I will come double next week and blow you guys away. But I think the one last week was so good, it's holding me over. No, you can't do that. You can't. There's no holdover. If these are being judged at the end. No, we're going to do is we're going to stop right now, and you're going to have to edit this out and make more work for yourself. You have to think (laughs) of one in the next one minute. We're going to make an edit point right now, and I will come in and just whisper the slogan or the uh, the catchphrases into your ears as we fade out. So thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. Brace yourself for catchphrases in three, two, one. See you guys. Bye. A game played is a friendship made.